flipped it in a double. Bought it, I went half, and I flipped it in a double. What's up guys and welcome back to the Diving Deeper Podcast. I'm your host, Osama Mohamed, and now I am on number two of this podcast recording streak since I've returned, since I've made my triumphant return back to the podcasting world. How have you guys been? How's everyone doing today? On my end, it's a lovely Wednesday uh, evening at 6.45 p.m. now. I've just finished working and I'm honestly exhausted, but I told myself, hey, I can't go another week without posting another episode. Initially, I wanted to record two episodes last week, but because I left my microphone in my studio, which I'm currently at right now, I didn't have that ability to just jump out of bed and record an episode. I was home for most of last week, so... Today, I'm here in the studio recording this podcast just for you guys, so you should honestly feel special that I came all the way out here just to sit in front of this microphone and speak some lovely, sultry tunes into your ear. But anyway, I guess this is my time to check in with myself as much as it is with you guys, and today, quite honestly, nothing much has happened since last week, but... Um, there are a couple of things I wanted to talk about. So just so you guys know, normally I don't jump into this with uh, uh, an agenda ahead of time with exactly what I want to talk about or anything like that. So you guys are getting me raw at my purest form. So you should feel blessed because I feel blessed. I feel blessed to be here sitting here talking to you guys, even though quite honestly, you guys don't really say much back, but that's okay. Um, That's kind of like most of my friends. Um, Anyway, So a couple of things happening in my life right now. One thing uh, being that I, like I said last week, I'm looking more into changing my career path potentially for the future. And something that Kiana has so graciously uh, helped me learn about myself is that I may be more suited for a career in life coaching. And I want to talk a little bit more about that on this episode. So, you know, the way I originally thought about life coaching was like this hoorah, you know, I am going to teach you how to be a great person, super bubbly, um, just like motivational speaker, but like in the cringy, Instagram-y hype person kind of way. And so I've always hated fields like that because it just, to me, it just seems so ingenuine and someone so full of life, but it feels like they're faking it. And to me, I never wanted to be some someone like that. Uh, but then you know, that's, I realize that's just the ignorance that I, that I brought into the situation. And not everybody is like that. Not everybody is this like fake motivational speaker kind of person. Being a life coach doesn't mean grabbing somebody and injecting, you know, motivation into them through the form of yelling and and preaching and stuff. And, And Keanu helped me realize that there's a lot more to the field than just that. And that there's a lot more that aligns with my personal values. So for instance, I've always known all of my life that I love helping people. And I love making a difference in people's lives. And I love sitting and problem solving. And I love understanding why people do the things that they do. And that's kind of the reason why I'm even recording this podcast right now and why I've started this uh, from a few months ago is because I'm always genuinely curious to know, like, why? Why we have these thoughts, like, why we struggle with certain things, etc. And so she helped me realize that um, 
coaching is something that tackles a lot of those aspects. And I always thought, you know, I never know what I want to do, but I want to at least stay true to my values of wanting to help others. And that's one way that I can potentially do that. The other thing that was bouncing around in my head is, oh, am I even qualified to be a life coach? Because to me, if you're going to coach people, and and here's where the distinction is, right? Like, I don't want to be a career coach for someone. Um, I don't think I'm anywhere near qualified in too many uh, career fields to be able to speak to someone on how they can progress in their career. Although I think I can provide some valuable advice um, on how to tackle the problems that they're dealing with in their career. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily be a great um, advocate for someone's specific field, especially since I have only just turned 25. I don't have much uh, field experience, so I wouldn't be able to provide that much in that area. But this is where the distinction lies between someone like a career coach who specifies in one specific thing. You could also be like a sports coach. You could be whatever coach. And someone being a life coach where your main goal is to help people solve problems that they're dealing with on a daily basis. And that's kind of what I do every day, no matter what. And not because it's a job, not because um, I'm trying to toot my own horn here, but I genuinely, for the purest reasons, love doing that. There's nothing that brings me more joy than sitting down with someone who feels troubled by something and helping them work on a plan to better themselves and and get them out of that situation. Because at the end of the day, we all want each other to be happy. And no one wants you listening to this to be happier than I do. Okay, I want you to be as happy as humanly possible. So it it was a no brainer for me to realize that that's a career path that would be great for me. not just for the selfless reasons of helping others, but also it would be helping me so much in return. I love talking to people. I love problem solving. It's something that I've always loved. Is why as a kid, I wanted to become a mathematician when I grew up. I thought, oh, you know, math is the epitome of problem solving. But I didn't realize that <laughs> life brings a lot bigger problems than just two times eight, right? There's now problems that I'm dealing with in every aspect of my life. And so in the pursuit of trying to plan out ways to solve those I'd love to be able to help others do the same thing and in that in that process I'd do exactly what I'm trying to set out to accomplish with this podcast which is really start to learn more about life and learn more about us as people and really help myself with the existential problems that I constantly have mentally so at the end of the day it was a no-brainer that that would be a great career path for me and it's something that I'm currently looking into. The other thing is it's super vague how to become a life coach, right? Like there isn't a specific certification you can get, um, although a lot of places will try to tell you that um, there is one and that you should pay for theirs specifically. There isn't really a certified uh, program or curricula because at the end of the day, this isn't like a government regulated career. This is something that honestly started through this grassroots um, origin and has grown into obviously an expansive field now where people have done really well for themselves. But at the end of the day, when you sign up to be a life coach, you sign up for uh, entrepreneurship. You're starting your own business here. Um, granted, that business isn't in the form of selling products, but it's in the form of selling the service of your problem solving abilities and ability to walk someone and coach someone through any issues that they may come to you in their lives. And so the the natural vagueness of that situation in and of itself is what creates this kind of murky idea of the whole industry in my head. And that's kind of what I'm hoping over the next few months I can start working on to try to understand a little bit more about. 
It also means that there aren't any definitive sources online for the best curricula or best um, programs to start in. So a lot of it might have to end up being trial and error for me. But at the end of the day, the way I'm looking at it is unlike other careers where I feel like, oh, if I make a transition to this, if I want to do this specific thing right now, I'm going to invest so much time, energy and money. And who knows if it'll be worth it. With something like this, I think investing my time, energy and money into it will be worth it regardless of whether I succeed in that field or not, because at the end of the day, I'm pursuing what I truly love. I think I was reading up on um, a specific person, I forgot her name, who um, eventually became a life coach, but she was talking about how she lived this very cushy life being a consultant. Um, Ironic, because I'm working at a consultancy right now. Um, Shout out to them, great people, but not going to mention that in this podcast. Uh, I actually think embarrassingly some people from work i i added on instagram which is something i normally don't do um but they found out about this and now i feel a little bit vulnerable talking about any of this stuff uh here because my work persona is very much professional and straightforward but anyway going back to what i was saying this person she was working at as a consultant making good money working down in washington dc and she realized that there's like a few things that she's passionate about and that's uh making sure that she sets out certain weeks of vacation every year um she loves the apartment that she lives in she loves the ability to have like three walk-in closets like this luxurious lifestyle that she built for herself to the point where uh when her boyfriend moved in with her she wasn't even willing to give up um, any of her walk-in closets for him because she just loved all the amenities that she was able to afford for herself so that included like i mentioned uh flying to remote destinations every year um really centering her uh life around these moments of pleasure that she could uh, buy for herself and when she was trying to make this transition into life coaching when she realized that 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 would be best for her she was really nervous in the beginning about whether it would be a right financial decision Um, because she would have to give up the apartment she would have to give up all these walk-in closets she would have to give up the luxury of traveling every year and exploring new areas and that was scary to her because that's everything that she loved But what she realized when she first started out, and of course, she's also starting her own business. So that means you don't have the the high paying salary of a consultant anymore. Now you're working from the ground up. You're trying to get clients one by one and building this small business for yourself where honestly, you might not make any money at all in the first few months. So in her pursuit, what she realized was at the end of the day, if I continue the lifestyle that I'm living right now, I'm not happy and I'm completely stressed out and I'm in this place full of anxiety, kind of similar to how I've been talking about my situation personally. And she realized that she's going to continue to feel that way forever unless she pursues what she loves. And so she made the gutsy decision to pursue life coaching. She gave up her fancy apartment, her fancy lifestyle and ended up moving in in a uh, friend's basement um, with obviously no walk-in closets, with no amenities whatsoever and she was paying bare bones was uh buying way less food could not travel at all and what she really i wouldn't she she was originally afraid that she would be um miserable living this lifestyle even though she was pursuing the career that she loved she thought you know she wouldn't have that fun she wouldn't have that ability to feel free or feel great like she normally did but what she quickly realized was she, while she was pursuing life coaching, building her own business and helping others, she didn't need any of that anymore because 
those were band-aid solutions and really injected into her life as a way of coping with the stress that she deals with regularly. And now that she's working on building herself, her business, and the life of others around her, she found that that void that, you know, traveling and luxury amenities were filling before were now filled by this career of hers. And it didn't feel like this nine to five job every day that's droning in her head. And so she realized that she had no need for any of those things. And that kind of alleviated the burden of the decision to transition from a really cushy career, cushy lifestyle to one that's more bare bones and struggling. And, and and reading that story helped me realize a lot for myself because, you know, I've progressed in my career over the past three years and I've worked to the point, this point in my life that it feels so hard, especially coming from an immigrant family, one that stresses this idea of traditional success and, and making sure that you, you know, uh, do well for yourself, but also for your family. It's It was difficult, especially in this place in my life where I'm looking to make, you know, big strides in my life, like move out, buy a place, etc. It was difficult to hear in the beginning that, you know, maybe that lifestyle wouldn't be suited for me and that I'd have to make some compromises. But hearing what she said about the transition and how she felt afterward, I think I would feel the exact same way. Because I'm not someone, even in the first place, who likes material things. So I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even care about a walk-in closet or about traveling every year to this place and this place. So really, I was just living her original lifestyle just without the good stuff. So to me, the transition wouldn't be that bad. And it's something that I have to get past the mental hurdle of and ultimately just make the decision and pursue it. Because at the end of the day, it's not often that you know that a certain decision will make you happy but a situation like this would because I would be helping others. And at the end of the day, there's no question or doubt in my mind about the fact that helping others makes me happy. So it's very, it's not very often in life that we get a, a decision like that that's so clear and, and clear cut in your head. But um, something like that came up. And it, it really, it came up out of nowhere. Uh, in a, me and Kiana were just walking on the street, talking about life and talking about potential career paths and it just happened to be the first one that came up and we just dove right into it and talked about it and now I'm definitely grateful because it added this spark of motivation in my life where I feel inspired to do something and it's very rare that I feel this spark as if the blood is flowing back into my body but um, I'm there and I'm trying to keep that momentum and learn as much as I can about the field it's obviously difficult you know, working, especially working many hours and trying to balance that with personal life and hobbies and then also trying to change career paths and maybe see down the line what I'd like to do in the future. It's difficult for sure, but it's something that I think it might be the right decision for me. Now, whether that happens next year, next five years, whatever it is, it doesn't matter um, because all I need really personally is to know that I'm headed in the right direction. That's the scariest thing to know that you're progressing in life but you're just doing it maybe in a field that you don't you won't ultimately care about there's this idea that you'll be on your deathbed in the future and realize that you've have wasted all this time doing something that you don't really love so that's the last thing I want and I care about that way more than I care about any of the materialistic stuff that I can afford right now so it's really a no-brainer plus having gone to business school fortunately I have the ability to I at least have the foundations to build my own business. And it's something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to work for myself. I was, I've always wanted to um, start a business. You know, granted in the past, I always thought that would come in the form of uh, technology that I develop or a new innovation that I come up with. I have these. I have this ongoing list um, 
in my Evernote notes of uh, inventions that I think would be great for the world. And maybe maybe that's a good idea for a podcast episode one day to talk about them and maybe have a have a, a group of people hear them out and see what they think about each one. Or maybe actually I shouldn't because if I do do that and someone listening to this uh, trademarks that idea and goes ahead and builds it, I'll be super pissed, especially because a few of the ideas that I had listed in the notes, um, I've had them since like high school, right? And whenever I share my ideas with people, it's everyone loves to think automatically why something wouldn't work rather than why it would work. And that and that's not against people, right? Like that's not a problem of theirs. It's how we naturally think, right? If something is new, we automatically identify how new it is, and we classify it as different from what we're used to. And so it's easy to identify why something like that wouldn't work. But whenever I would share it with friends or others or family, I'd feel unmotivated to pursue it because they always brought up these points that I couldn't really answer in the moment. And then I would go see on Facebook or Instagram or online somewhere that someone has built that exact same invention that I've come up with and is profiting off of it. And I'm just sitting here thinking, wow, I could have built that exact same thing, but I just don't have the guts to pursue it. That's one of the first few times that I realized in my life that I need to not just limit the things that I share with people in hopes of protecting ideas, but also just do it in a way that's conducive to constructive feedback and not elicit like this negative crushing feedback that could break down any ideas that I have. And that's kind of what, that's the philosophy I've pursued now when it comes to other ideas, like stuff that I write or stuff that I want to film, uh, things like that. Speaking of film, um, Kiana and I actually had a bet um, in August, I believe, that by the end of, no, by mid-September, I don't even remember what the end was anymore, but that each of us would, we both committed to a, a project i won't i'll only share mine which was to film this short story that i had written recently um, by the end of the month and we bet a thousand dollars that um that we would both get it done and if either of us didn't we'd have to pay the other that amount long story short i was so gassed about this because i, I was motivated to do something with her um also do something that I was convinced that I would be able to do soon. And because of, like I told you guys in the last episode, all of the lack of motivation, both physically and mentally that I've had over the past few months, I've just found no time to get it done. But no, let me actually walk that back. It wasn't that I found no time to get it done because there was definitely a time where I've just been doing nothing, but I've just had no motivation or incentive to do anything because I just wasn't ever in the right mental space. And it's crazy to me how I could be so passionate about these specific creative things. But when it comes down to creating them, I can think things in my head like, oh, I can't be bothered to go all the way to the studio. I can't be bothered to uh, bust out the equipment and start practicing on it. I can't be bothered to do this, this, and this, and that. And that to me is like, how could I be so passionate and love something so much and not want to do these small little things that will help me achieve that? And I think a lot of that was just me creating excuses mentally for things that I was just afraid to pursue. I'm always afraid to put myself out there and create. And at the end of the day, what am I afraid about, right? Like I, I, I envy people who are able to put themselves out there and not care what people think about them uh, because those are the people who will, who will ultimately always become successful because they have that unique ability to just never give up. And that's something I'm trying to gain out of, you know, recording this, talking to you guys about it, but listening to you guys also, um, just the ability to give myself confidence in these things and to pursue them. So that's creative stuff that I'm working on. And then there's also the career stuff that I'm working on earlier that I touched on. 
One other thing I wanted to talk about was the overwhelmingly positive reaction I heard to last week's episode. I can't thank everybody enough. There are people who religiously listen to this podcast that reached out to me and were like, finally, thank you so much for putting this out. You're really vulnerable. I appreciated what um, you were talking about on the podcast and I feel for you, etc. And all those kind of words are great. I, of course, was not sharing that for any sympathy points or pity points or for people to reach out and offer help. That's not at all what I wanted and isn't to this day what I want. Um, but what I was super happy to hear was that everyone found joy and, and found meaning in what I was saying and was able to relate them relate that back to their lives. And that's the, one of the most powerful things that could ever come out of me spitballing stupid shit into this microphone every week is that at least others out there can hear this and think that they're going through the same thing and that they're not alone, but also that they can just find a little brief moment of joy listening to something for 30 minutes that they didn't have before. And all of that just came from the small inkling uh, in my head to decide to just get up and sit in front of a microphone and just spew whatever comes into my head. And that's such a beautiful concept to even think about, but that's just the essence of creativity in general. But like I said, I'm so happy to hear that um, there's such overwhelmingly positive feedback. And there were many people who had never listened to this that saw, uh, obviously after after I post this, after I post this podcast, I like to share it on Instagram every time. And um, there are people who hadn't listened to the podcast before that decided to listen to it because of that episode and were super, you know, inspiring to me and the messages that they shared and how it's related to their lives. I'm not going to shout anybody's specific name out in case they don't want to be heard. But um, although I don't know why you wouldn't want to be associated with this podcast, but still, that's just me. But, you know, I was just super excited to hear that. And that's giving me that's what helps give me the motivation to keep making these. Even if it's just one person out there who enjoys making it, I'll continue making this. And it's a promise for me to you guys that I'll at least maintain my um, motivation to continue posting these episodes. All right, well, that's going to wrap today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys tuning in what is now every week for the past two weeks. I um, appreciate you guys. I couldn't do this without um, all of your motivational support. Like I just said, um, if you're new to listening to the podcast, please leave it a rating on any of the podcast platforms that you listen to this on. I believe the URL to leave a rating for any of them, the easy one is rate the, rate my podcast.com slash diving deeper could be rate this podcast.com slash diving deeper i always leave it in the description of this podcast either way and if you'd like as of course to reach out to me on instagram that's br zero s-a-m-a yeah that's right the o is a zero i'm clever like that or at least i was i don't know like six seven years ago when i first made it Either way, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you as always. I love each and every single one of you guys. And I love being able to tickle, tickle your ears every single week. So thank you for giving me that honor. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Up in my vision and the south. Now I'm scratching.